Welcome to Wisdom Plug Podcast with your host, Yemi Davids. The wiser you are, the better you live. Exodus 7, verse 9. Exodus 7, verse 9. When I speak healing, it swallows sickness and disease. When Pharaoh, are you there this morning? If you're there, say amen. When Pharaoh speaks to you, when the curses speak to you, when Satan speaks to you, saying, show a miracle for yourselves, then you shall say to Aaron, take your rod and cast it before Pharaoh and let it become a serpent. Verse 10, so Moses and Aaron went into Pharaoh and they did so just as the Lord commanded. And Aaron cast down his rod before Pharaoh and before his servants and he became a serpent. Look at the drama. Verse 11, but Pharaoh also called the wise men, the witches, the sorcerers, the curses, and the magicians of Egypt. They also did in like manner with their enchantments. In verse 12, for everyone threw down his rod and they became serpents. But Aaron's rod swallowed up their rods. I hope you understand this prophetic word. But the rod must be dropped. The proclamations must be made. There are things that have been said over families before you were born that you don't know. And it's affecting the family. Enchantments, mistakes made, curses, ravaging, limiting. Now it's time to drop your rod. The rod, the word of God. And drop it aggressively and drop it in faith. And you see every negative today will be swallowed up in the name of Jesus Christ. You will own properties. You will build houses. You will traverse the world doing business. You will be fruitful in your body. Fruitful in your businesses. You will experience victory. You shall be the head. And not the tailor. I shared something. I think I need to just mention it in the early morning service. I did it on Wednesday. That there are seven things that reflect the blessings. Always watch out for that. For them. If you don't see some of them in your life, those are the things you need to drop the rod for. Number one is exaltation. When the blessings is having a free flow, there will be exaltation. In life, you just see that you are lifted, you are imagined. You know, the second one is reproductiveness, fruitfulness. The, the, when, the, when the blessing rests on someone, they'll be fruitful in their body. Like Abraham, he was barren at 75. When the blessing came on him, even the woman that passed menopause was able to conceive. Okay, reproductiveness is a major part of the blessing. Health and healing. Jesus was a lot about healing. Check it out, because it's a major part of the blessing. Health and healing, then prosperity and success. Those are things that reflect the blessings of God in our lives. Then victory. No matter the challenge that comes, you will come out victorious in Jesus' name. Look at Daniel. Look at Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. They came against them, but they had victory. Not just victory, they had promotion and success. That's the blessing at work. Look at Joseph with all the connivance. He emerged victorious. So when you notice that you're always beaten down, you're always oppressed, and you're coming defeated every time, it's time to rise against that. Victory is our Lord. Then above and not beneath. Head and not tail. Come on, say, I'm the head. Say it like you believe it. And not the tail. 
where the head decides, the tail must follow. One of the uh, marks of the blessings of Abraham is you become a decision maker. A person, like salt, you know, the salt decides the soup a lot. If it's not there, you can tell. If it's there, you can tell. The head decides, the tail must follow. So God knows what he's saying when he says uh, in Deuteronomy 28, you will be the head and not the tail. You'll be above only and never beneath. I was using the example of dogs. I love uh, dogs. We've always have, had dogs in our home. And there's some species. I mean, when I was growing up, I used to assume that that species don't have tails. Until I grew up and then I saw that it was the vet doctors that, um, there's this word they were, were trying to get in the other, other service. When they, ducking, D-O-U, D-O-C-K, they, they duck the dog. You duck the dog by cutting the tail, right? And most of them, when they duck it like that, they will come out more beautiful. And when I was studying, you shall be the head and not the tail. I said, oh, you can do without the tail. That will not be your experience. They can, they, in fact, the dog sometimes looks more beautiful, like um, Rottweilers, for instance. When they dock them, they will look more beautiful. But, but can you the head? So when you are the tail, amounting to nothing. You speak, they don't hear. You don't speak, you know, voice. Irrelevant, uninfluential. You will not be the tail. As this oil comes on your head today, the blessings of leadership, the blessings of leadership, the blessings of influence will rest on you massively in the name of Jesus Christ. Somebody can be talking and the voice is irrelevant. Can be shouting and no, they don't even hear. But somebody, even a whisper is more important. Esther was the head. Nehemiah was the head. Joseph rose to the top. In our various spheres of influence, I dare proclaim that you will be above and never beneath in the name of Jesus Christ. So please, all these areas of our lives, we need to go on a proclamation rampage. There are many bad trees that you need to uproot. Some families is marital delay. Nobody gets married on time. A lady came to see me many years ago. He said, ah, the pastor, I noticed this, you know, all my sisters, when they marry like this, after one or two years, they leave their, hus their husband's home. It became like a thread or a trend. He said, I don't want that. Please pray for me. All of them, you marry, two years, you leave. So whatever you have seen as a bad or wild tree, you use scriptural proclamation to do what? To uproot it. These are things we do at midnight encounter. Don't miss it. Thursday night, 12 midnight. You need to uproot so many before the thing becomes bigger than you, self. Or, or, you know, it becomes like a monster. And then you plant what you want. Scripture says our children will be mighty on the earth. And then you proclaim it. You tell them to stand up at times, line up like, like election. <laughs> You shall be mighty upon the earth. Sometimes when they are sleeping, go and meet them. After you have prayed yourself and you are feeling, you know the anointing is upon you, go there and proclaim over them. I was discussing with my pastor in, in the course of the week and there was a case we were talking about, about somebody. And it looked like it was the man that cobalized the woman. What's cobalized in English? Sir, what's cobalized in English? 
Cobalized. Coba. Eh? Niji. APC. Eh? Implicate is weak. Implicate. Implicate is weak. Cobalized. All the man did wreck the woman and the children. He now said to me on the phone, that's why we must pray that these children marry well. Because this woman is a good woman, great woman, but this man's action has wrecked, wrecked. Now he's dead. The woman has to now carry the on. You know, like people that kill in the US. You shoot people, you now shoot yourself. Who do you carry to court? The dead body. It's better I'm not there when he's shooting in Jesus' name. It's better. He has cobalized the family, now he has died. So you proclaim over their future. Father, where the wife of this my son is that fits in. Bring him. Or bring her, son. Father, the husband that fits this your daughter. Lord, they are not my daughters, so they are yours. <laughs> That's how you talk to God. Don't be claiming things. They are your daughters who put in my care. Help me with them. So I proclaim their marital future is settled. Sometimes it's even a woman that cobalizes the man. It happens either way. And yet you see sometimes somebody gets married, it fertilizer. The woman fertilizes the family of the man and you see them just being exalted. And this is not hard. The earlier you start proclaiming, the better for all of us. The future can be reconstructed. Look, Genesis 1 says, God created heavens and the earth. The distance between verse 1 and verse 2 is uncountable years. People don't know. Can we go to Genesis chapter 1? In the beginning, God created. This was, when he created it, it was good. Now, verse 2 was not what he did. Then the earth was, somebody tampered with it. And you know that person? Because he was cast down from the heavens. So he scattered it. The earth was without form and void. This was not the way he left it. He too now had to rebuild. So we call the book of Genesis uh, beginning, yes, but it's also recreation, not just creation. And how did he recreate? Let there be light. He was proclaiming and then redesigned it. And at the end of chapter 1, he saw that it was now very good. The way he intended for it. And we are created in his image. We must keep proclaiming. You proclaim over your body. If you notice a particular part of your organism is behaving, before it becomes a crisis, start speaking to you, you liver, work. You are created very good. In the name of Jesus Christ, you are healthy. Keep saying it. If you have to write three lines, and then you repeat it, that, it's cheaper. The cost of success is cheaper than the cost of failure. And there are songs you sing every day, even there are even bad songs. You sing it every day. You sing it. Why can't you now have a confession that matters to an area of your life every day? Like you take Panadol or a drug. You say take one more in the morning. And then why can't you, when you wake up after praying, you declare, my future is bright. I live long. You know, and before you sleep, why can't you do that? I'm not talking about prayers. Or you are pray, you pray. I'm talking about speaking to mountains. The shift. Especially when you are adamant. It's either you mountain go or I go. And I'm not ready to go anywhere. Except God is a liar. And his word is yay and amen. So you keep applying the word pressure on the thing. 
after a while, you realize that the thing that left since you are still confessing. Oh, that happens to me a lot. The thing that left, you are still, you, like they prayed for Peter and he was at the door. No, they still praying. They said, Peter, be free. He was at the door. They told them, Peter is here. He said, no, it's his angel. We want the real Peter to show up. Lift your voice. He was already there. Angel already walked on him. They said, Peter is at the door knocking. He said, no, no, no. It's a spiritual Peter you saw. We need the real Peter. Brethren, lift your voice now. Father, rescue Peter. He said, he's the real one. Okay, in Jesus' name, Father, we thank you. Peter, come inside. A man is not old until he stops learning. When you stop learning, you start dying. Learning is the key to greatness. Join us every Sunday at Global Impact Church for three great services. 7 a.m., 9 a.m., and 11 a.m. At The Goodland, Ifako Bus Stop, Oworonshoki, Ogbudu Expressway, Lagos, Nigeria. Host, Yemi and Bimbo Davids. For inquiries, visit www.globalimpactng.org. Global Impact Church. Think greatness. Achieve greatness.